So you want to be a sugar baby. Well, a friend of mine came over the other day, a woman I met about a year ago, in her mid-40s, I think. She recently returned to dating, legitimately. And she's known about my sugar daddy history this whole time I've known her. And she still asks me, is that really a thing? Well, people, I'm here to tell you it is. So a year ago, I recorded the Day Zero episodes in a few part. And I called it Day Zero because, as I said back then, you have ground zero. You have patient zero when you have uh, epidemics or pandemics. You have these zero references to the beginning. And in February 2016, it was the beginning of a major change in my life, which led to this podcast and and uh, losing everything three times. And uh, this podcast, about a seven-year period in my life, more than 10% of my life has been dedicated to having an affair and then recovering from it. So... When I talked about day zero, it was day zero. And I recorded those episodes a year ago, and then I stopped. Until now. Because now, Daddy is back. So after that second blue moon episode where I talk about the first day, day zero, well, that was our first date. That was when we met. And exactly three years later, our relationship ended. But going back to that day zero, after that second blue moon, I ghosted her. I ghosted her for about three weeks. So this friend that asked, is that a thing? Is being a sugar baby a thing? The reason I ghosted Pizza Baby after that first meeting, when I knew immediately that there was something different, was because she asked for a contract. A contract? I'm cheating on my wife, babe. Last thing I want is a fucking contract. I mean, here's what I told my friend about being a sugar baby and I'm going to be abrasive for a minute and then I'm going to come back and smooth it over and then I'll get back to this first date with pizza baby but at the end of the day being a sugar baby and a sugar daddy comes down to being a prostitute and a john and I'm down for legalizing any vice in a legitimate non-intrusive way Uh, but you know at at the end of the day I'm here to pay you money for sex and the last fucking thing I want's a contract. So I ghosted her, but I knew I was hooked and it took 
about three weeks or so and uh, 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 about three and a half weeks and a fight with my now ex-wife while I was day drinking on a, on a Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon uh, when I snuck out of the house with my laptop under uh, a ruse of a lie that all us sugar daddies tell making up an excuse to go do something when I did have something to go do, but I was just extending it. And I, and I snuck over to uh, uh, my dad's house because I was watching his house and I poured myself a drink out of his booze and I popped open my laptop and I had it a good buzz on and I emailed her. And I set up the real first date. So here's what cheating husbands do. Her apartment, as I said before, was in a college town right next to a big university parking lot. So there's an apartment complex next door. And I park there and I message her and tell her I'm there. Now, when I say I message her and tell her I'm there, you guys are thinking I'm texting her. But no, I'm in an app. She's in an app where we find each other <clears throat> and she messages back with the instructions to come up to her apartment and meet her. Now people, here's where I tell you fantasy and reality collide because you're imagining what you see in the movies and you know what movies I'm talking about and what you read in books, being Harlequin romances from the seventies and sixties were or, you know, 50 shades of whatever you want to call it, because what I'm about to see does not surprise me. And if anything, maybe it surprised me in a good way. But as a guy who got cheating, cheating, be caught cheating before a guy who's been cheating who had years of cheating in me at that point, even though I'd been clean for a few years, I'd seen it all. I stayed away from lot lizards and down in dirty street walkers. Sure. But I found myself in a couple of drug dens unexpectedly. I went to meet somebody in a hotel that I thought was maybe a, a, a low mid-tier quality and walked into something I never stay in. People discover sugar dating websites today and think they found gold. When guys like me still know how it used to be back in bulletin board systems. I was one of the first members on one of the most popular sites that are out there, even though I wasn't active. I still get emails from the Ashley Madison hack. Let's be honest, kids. At the base of what it is, is it's men and women getting together, sex for money. So I walk into Pizza Baby's apartment, and like I said, it's a college apartment in a college town. A little more character overall than some of them I've seen. Not as filthy as most. Step into my boudoir. That's what you guys are thinking. But no, you think these girls are meeting you in sexy lingerie and rock your world? Well, sure, there's an app for that and a cost. No, boys and girls, that's not how it is. That's not the way the real world works. That's not what most sugar daddies are and what sugar babies are. That is not it. Unless you're living in the metro area and being a high dollar hottie and holding out for that guy and that guy's holding out for you. That ain't how it is. So pizza and I, pizza baby and I chat for a minute and then we do head to her bedroom. Box springs a mattress on the floor because we're laying in her bed and just chatting 
like hanging out. She tells me the story of moving in there and I hear about how she found this box springs and, and I don't remember exactly if she found the box springs or found the mattress that another student had thrown out, but you know, it was good enough. And then she walked in the apartment and the other half of it was there along with some other random furniture, including an end table, which I still have today, seven years later, six and a half years later. We talk about this three-month-old kitty she has that she got from a Tinder date that she didn't like, but she stayed in touch with so she could get the kitty who's laying about three feet away from me now, six years, six years and four months later is what it's been. People, I didn't walk into a sexy boudoir to meet a 10 in sexy lingerie. I met a struggling 23-year-old college co-ed with an average body and a magnetic personality that already had me. On some level, in terms of liking her as a person. So we lay there and and we, you know, cue the sexy music. No, this is the same girl that would later tell me she loved her bed more than me after three years together. But I understood even then from our chats leading up to this point, and now in hindsight, with, with my struggles with, with depression and alcoholism, that she liked lying in bed like so many of us do, just dealing with our issues, getting a grasp on reality. When sh- she wasn't working or off at class and, and trying to get a handle on things, you know, she was laying in bed. And I came to find out later that that money I left her on that very first day saved her from eviction. So I'm sure she had a lot of worries at the time. So again, I'll be abrasive. We're out there fucking for money, the men and the women. But we're out there because something is wrong. So when I cheated the first time, when I got caught the first time, the first time being four years before this first date, it was for sex, pure and simple. Three years before this first date. My wife and I were fucking single digits per year for a couple of years. I couldn't handle that anymore. I couldn't handle it. But this time, well, there's something else that sugar daddies in particular look for because they're damaged. And sometimes they find what they're looking for because the women are damaged. And that's the friendship. And I shouldn't say women. I mean, whatever your preferred gender is. But generally speaking here, we're talking about about men and women in in my conversation. But you're damaged and you're out there looking for friendship. Now, what's funny about that in this situation, I wasn't. I was just looking to fuck. I had decided to stay into my marriage and 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 be okay with my uh, less than adequate sex life because my marriage was more important. But I wanted to go out with a bang. I wanted to have fun one last time. And she was looking for her first. As I said in an earlier episode, I mean, it couldn't get any better than that. Right. So what's funny, though, is is so here I am looking to go out with a bang and and, you know, with a relationship that turns out to to last three years and my very first sugar baby, I cheated before then. But the first time I I went out and found my regular 
was a six month relationship about three or four uh, about a year before I got caught that that first time so about four years earlier now I was admittedly looking for some friendship back then I was lonely I was traveling a lot on business I I wanted someone regular to hang out with not just a fuck you know what she said to me that girl I don't even have a nickname for her let's call her JW She said, I'm not going to take you home to meet my parents. But this one, Pizza Baby, fuck yeah, I met the parents. In fact, I was the first boy she ever brought home. I was the first one to kiss her. I was number 32 on her fuck list, but the first one. We didn't kiss that first date. We didn't fuck that first date. I was number 32. And she was 23 years old. So did I step into a sexy boudoir, meet some rocking bitch and sexy lingerie, and we, we got our shit on and fucked all night, all the afternoon or evening? It was afternoon, by the way. No. She did eventually get what she would later refer to as the best head of her life. Thank you very much. But we had, and we had some true sexual chemistry our entire relationship, the best probably I ever had. Yeah, the best. But after that first date, most sugar daddies would never have gone back to see her again. They wouldn't even talk to her again after asking for a contract. So I sat on her bed cleaning up. So I go back home to my wife and kid. And I said to her, what do you want to know? And I said that because in our chats... We had talked about how ugly the whole sugar daddy and sugar baby thing could be. I had seen some shit. And I had shared some of that in our chats when she had asked questions. And I said to her, look, I'm just here to have in our chats before we even met that very first time. I said... You know, I'm just here to have some fun and uh, low key. I'd love to to introduce you to the culture and, uh, you know, see you on your way in a little bit when it makes sense. Now, what she didn't know at the time is I had already planned for maybe two or three months. I knew uh, how long you can hide stuff. And I knew that, uh, uh, you know, I was married to a woman that if I came home with a funny smell on me, she would she would uh, uh, question me. So I'm sitting there. Kind of with a secret plan, two to three months, because I had a little extra money at the time. Business was good. Uh, though, though, like I said, and I've alluded to in a couple other episodes, we all have something to hide. And I knew the writing was on the wall. I knew I could only hide it for so long. And I knew that tough days were, were coming with some things going on with my work. So what do you want to know? So you're sitting there, again, thinking this first date is walking into a 10, sexy lingerie, dirty whips and chains, all that fun stuff that you talk about and think about and hear about. And we're sitting on her bed talking about 
what you want to know. But it started a beautiful friendship. We became best friends. We got to know each other. And we ended pretty much every date like that. But you know what she didn't know then? Five weeks, day 35 is what it was. Day 35, five weeks into it, sitting on her bed, talking. She still didn't know my name. Because that's what it's really all about. Keeping secrets, being dirty, having a secret life. She didn't even know my name. I'll see you soon. Music today, Gates of Heaven, I've Been Waiting on You, and New Year's Eve, All by Silence is Sexy, Gates of Heaven, and I've Been Waiting for You are on Modern Instrumental, and New Year's Eve can be found on their album Antique Instrumental, all their tracks are awesome background, all kinds of vibes on their stuff, and again, I'll see you soon.